Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Talk Podcast by fans for fans. I'm Ryan. There's my guy, Jalen. What's up, everybody? This podcast is where we discuss all things basketball, so expect a lot of hot takes, debates, and a true display of basketball knowledge. Let's get right into it. Our topic today is our continuation of our NBA draft analysis series, and today we're going to talk about the Washington Wizards. So the Wizards have two picks in this year's draft. They have the ninth pick and the 37th pick. Jalen, considering that you are a fan of the Washington Wizards, as a fan, what do you believe is the biggest position that Washington should focus on the most? Ryan, before I touch on that, first of all, we got to clap it up for ourselves that got it all the way through all 30 teams. Excellent situation for us to be able to bang out all 30 teams before Wednesday's upcoming draft. So that's really great. Um Finishing off with, like you said before, and one of my favorite teams uh, being the Washington Wizards, I think the philosophy here has to be to um, address the three position. Um, Man, there's not a lot of depth there. Not a lot of depth at all. Rui Hachimura, love this first overall season for him. him. I think there's a lot to be able to build off of. I think getting John Wall back as a facilitator is going to be great for him. Um, Troy Brown Jr., man. It's like when he's on the court, he has shown us spurts, but he is a guy who has not gotten consistent minutes. I don't know if that has a lot to do with coaching or if that has to do with the fact that he's shown um, very little in practice. And then beyond that, really the only guy left is Isaac Bonga because I don't really see Admiral Schofield as a guy who's going to play a lot of minutes for us um, at the small forward position. I just don't see him being a guy who works for us overall. So I – I'm concerned about the small forward position. Now, thankfully, we are in a position being ninth overall where we have a lot of potential chances to go. If if, if me, if it's just me picking off of what I feel like my gut feeling plug-and-play-wise is, I know, I understand that Tankathon has Isaac Okoro going ninth to us. But I genuinely believe that this is an Aaron Neesmith, Devin Fussell level situation. I think increasing our 3 and and D wing potential is very significant because of the fact that we haven't had a guy who's fit that mode since Otto Porter. And back then, Otto Porter was a guy who was taken third overall and was relegated to being a 3 and D wing when he was taken high enough to be a franchise level player. I mean, third overall out of Georgetown. I think Devin Fussell and Aaron Neesmith are three and D wings that literally fit the description of what they are going to be asked to do. And they're not going to be taken so high where they're going to be asked to be more than the players they are. I think on top of that, the fact that you get John Wall back and a guy like Bradley Beal, um, who's a significant, significant scoring threat, I think Aaron Neesmith or Devin Vassell can come in and just strictly play defense and shoot the heck out of the ball. Um, With the fact that we might lose Davis Bertans in in free agency, um, I think we're going to need the three-point shooting. We'll talk about Davis Bertans and Bradley Bill a little bit later on. But I think us not losing out on three-point shooting is going to be huge, but I think the defense needs to be added in there. As much as I like Isaac Okoro, it's really only the defense for me it's really only the, the 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 NBA level body build for me, but you know what really is for me 
that three-point shot, dude. I think Aaron Neesmith might be the guy, but Devin Vassell might provide a little bit more on both ends of the floor. So I think you can't really go with either one. I think if they go with Isaac Okoro, I won't hate the pick, but I think one of those other two guys in Neesmith and Vassell might just fit the bill a little bit more. I think the Wizards should focus on defense with the ninth overall pick because they are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And I think getting a guy like Isaac Okoro can help you boost up your defense because Okoro is one of the best defenders in the draft and the Wizards have been struggling defensively. So why not try to upgrade on your defense by getting a guy like Isaac Okoro? He has the ability to to guard multiple positions on the floor. And the Wizards have nice scorers like Bradley Beal, John Wall, if he comes back healthy and he's ready to go for next season. Davis Bertans, if he stays with the team. But they have a but they need to get a defensive stopper like Isaac Okoro. And I think it could be a solid lineup when you when you think about that or with John Wall, Bradley Beal, Rui Hachimura, um, Thomas Bryant, I think it could balance out. Yeah, I mean Man, I mean, first of all, being stuck at ninth blows. Like, <laughs> that's that's the first thing. Being stuck at ninth blows. This was us last season, and we got a good value picking Rui Hachimura out of Gonzaga from it last time. So I think that it's not the worst situation to be in. But, man, would I love to be in the mix for a guy like Denny Avdia. Um, we are in the mix for a guy like Patrick Williams, also out of Florida State, similar to Devin Vassell. Has a little bit more upside, but I think he's more of a – a building prog, a rebuilding project or a build-up project similar to Rui Hachimura. And I don't know how many more of those we can really add onto this team. I think if we want to be a playoff contender and be one of those top eight teams in the, in the East and, you know, be a threat, um, we can't keep getting reclamation project, uh, projects or getting guys that we're going to have to build up. Um, I think we do have to get a lot. Uh, we do need to get accustomed to grabbing guys who we can plug right in and do what they need to do. So I think nine, man, I mean, nine is going to be interesting. So it is what it is. So going now to, to transitioning to the 37th overall pick. So Jalen, what do you believe the Wizards should do with the 37th overall pick? Um. This is one of those where I think you have to be a little safe and think about what your team's history is missing a guy like John Wall at point guard, which I know that we're getting him back healthy this year, but I do feel as though you can't just neglect the fact that he's been injured for the last two seasons and we haven't seen him in a really, really long time. So I think this is a part, um, this is the part of the draft where you finally address that. I think the guys that are on the books in terms of taking a look at that is a guy like Trey Jones who could fall into the early parts of the second round. I think a guy like Nico Mannion or Cassius Winston can be here. Um, I think even your boy Devon Dotson could be a guy who could be in the mix for this situation um, because of the fact that he plays with a similar pace, um, kind of like how I mentioned talking about um, – talking about the Kings and their situation at point guard as well with De'Aaron Fox, John Wall, pretty much the granddaddy of the speed, uh, speed point, uh, speedy point guard nowadays. So um, I think those are definitely a couple of options, um, but I definitely think that you just need to build your point guard depth up a little bit more because we understand that without John Wall in the lineup, 
this team has taken significant de- uh, dips in terms of being a true threat. So just to be safe, you know, but John Wall did say he's looking, he feels better than he ever is. Uh, let's pray it shows up on the court. So I think for the Wizards, defense is the name of the game. And I think with the 37th overall pick, they could possibly get a guy in Daniel Oturu from Minnesota. Oturu can add value on defense, considering that the Wizards, as I've mentioned earlier, have struggled on defense. He has the ability to not only attack the basket and finish in the paint, but also develop into a solid three-point shooter, which is something that the Wizards also need. Um, I think he could also turn out to be a guy who can space – I mean, he can also space the floor for guys like John Wall and Bradley Beal. And considering the fact that the Wizards need defense, they also need help in the front court. And I think Oturu really helps the Wizards in terms of defense, in terms of help in the front court, as well as the fact that they need shooters. I think Arturo is a really good, interesting option. I think my only concern with him is just the fact that I really want to see what um, – I, I really just want to see how they develop Thomas Bryant. Like, that's my thing. It's just he's a guy who showed a lot of promise during the bubble. He's been a guy that when healthy is like, you know, it's just – you know, it's a situation where – I really want to see what they can do with him. And I just wonder if bringing in another young center steps in the way of that. But then again, because of Thomas Bryant's injury history, similar to the situation with John Wall, not nearly missing as much time, but in terms of just having the history there, building up that center depth wouldn't be a terrible idea. Um, You know, it's just, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where you just have to kind of keep things in, in perspective. I don't hate the pick at all. I think he provides a little bit of three-point shooting that they could they could definitely use. Um, I'll ask you this, though. Um, my biggest concern, because I'm, I'm done speculating about Bradley Beal. Um, I know we were going to talk about him a little bit later on, but really, I, I really just feel as though uh, we're going to end up just trying to figure out how much um, him and John Wall can get back to clicking on the same page now that John Wall will be back in the lineup. My biggest concern this offseason is a guy in Davis Bertans. He was one of the best three-point shooters this, this year. Um, he was one of the better uh, players in transition. Um, it's just one of those things where I really feel like Davis Bertans is somebody that needs, needs, needs to be retained. Um First of all, where is your stance on a guy like Davis Bertans in terms of his fit on this team? And second of all, with these two picks, do you feel like there should be any concern in the Wizards organization in terms of needing to use one of these draft picks to address potentially losing Davis Bertans, considering that that's a significant three-point asset that they're losing? To answer your first question, um, Davis Bertans was the second leading scorer on this team. And you, t- you talk about the significant improvement of a guy like Davis Bertans. He is now one of the most underrated free agents in this uh, going into the offseason. I mean, he, he, is a, he is a component to a Wizards team that somehow snuck into the bubble this year. And the fact that he's been playing at a consistent level in terms of how he's shooting the ball from uh, beyond the arc I think it makes him an even more an even more valuable asset to a team like the Wizards, especially when they're retain, especially when there's a chance that John Wall could be back and healthy for the start of next season. 
Um, in terms of what they should do with the their their draft picks to address possibly losing Davis Bertans, I think maybe getting a guy like Daniel Oturu in the second round may help alleviate some of the problems with that position. Of course, Rui Hashimura um, was coming off of a solid rookie year for the Wizards. Thomas Bryant has been a a serviceable big man for the for the Wizards. I think Thomas Bryant is showing a lot of flashes of potential. Um, but I think by getting a guy like Daniel Oturu, if you do end up losing Davis Bertans, he'll he'll I think he'll he'll kind of be like a, a reminder of what Davis Bertans was. Um, Davis Bertans was a solid three point shooter and I think, you know, when you get a guy like Daniel Oturu who can play not only the four but also the five and be able to shoot threes and be able to attack the basket and finish at the rim, I just think that it would be better if you retained Davis Bertans and drafted Daniel Oturu so at least you have a one-two punch coming off the bench. But if you end up losing Davis Bertans, I think it it, it gives – Daniel Oturu, if you select him, a much bigger workload coming off the bench. See, that last part is kind of partially where I disagree with you because I feel like the fact that uh, Aaron Neesmith, we talked about him a lot. He's a knockdown shooter, 52% from the um, from three-point land. I think he's a guy who could come in and literally do Davis Breton's job for a little bit less money. I want him back. Don't get it twisted. At the power forward position, I definitely think that he is a guy that I don't want to end up losing out on. Um, he's a guy who produces very well at the position. He's really the only thing um, solidified on this roster besides really Bradley Beal because I feel like John Wall has been in question uh, for the last couple of years due to the fact that we just haven't seen him. And I think that guys like Thomas Bryant, Rui Hachimura, Troy Brown Jr., I mean, they're all guys who are, are, are questionable. They're all guys that we still kind of haven't seen enough of to really call the jury out on yet. So really, Davis Breton was, was the only other sure thing on this roster last season. I really don't want to miss out on that, especially with the fact that we could get a facilitating guard at the ilk of John Wall on the roster. I think the biggest thing, too, is John Wall might actually be the best complimentary point guard to Davis Bertans that Davis Bertans might ever get. Because not only does um, he facilitate, but he pushes the pace. And Davis Breton was one of the better um, transition converting players in the league in terms of converting field goals on transition possessions. So I think he's a player who plays in space, runs the floor, very good at catch and shoot threes, very good at um, spreading the court, spreading the floor, giving options and having a guy who they can kick the ball out to when necessary for for hitting threes at a high clip. So I think that you can still address that by getting a guy like Oturu as a backup to him. Um, I, but I do also think that getting a guy like Aaron Neesmith makes it a little bit easier in terms of not necessarily needing Davis Bertans per se. I just think it would add a lot more three-point shooting if you could, say, have John Wall – Bradley Beal, obviously, who's def, uh, who's dangerous from three. John Wall, who looks like he's improved his jump shot a little bit over the course of the offseason. A guy like Aaron Neesmith, who can play the three and shoots re- relatively well from that position. Um, or you could have a guy like Rui Hachimura, who plays a lot more athletically and have Aaron Neesmith come off the bench. Bertans plays the floor and stretches the um, – 
plays the four and stretches the floor out for you and have a guy like Thomas Bryant start at center and then maybe have a guy like Orturu play center coming off the bench with a guy like Aaron Neesmith. Now you have a one-two punch, three-point shooting-wise in terms of having guys who spread the court out coming off your bench. And that's a lot more depth at a, a not necessarily a positional need, but it addresses their, one of their biggest weaknesses, which is hitting the three at a high clip. So I think they have a lot of routes they can go, but Davis Bertans is a lot more important than a lot of people would think because I think what you said hits the nail right on the head. He's a one of the most underrated players not getting talked about that should get talked about a lot more in the league. He's starting to creep up there for me in the realms of the Drew Holidays of the world in terms of guys who do their job extremely well and don't get the kudos for it. So what do you believe that the draft philosophy is for the Wizards going into draft night? I think the biggest thing is just getting guys who can play. I think they need to address the fact that they don't really have the kind of talent on their team that they need right now to be able to make a playoff push. John Wall and Bradley Beal are always going to headline this team. Um, Thomas Bryant is an interesting uh, player on this team that could be a really good contributor. And Davis Bertans, if retained, makes this team extremely dangerous. But they need more guys that can play. Jerome Robinson is still a guy that the jury is out on. Troy Brown Jr., still jury out on him. Rui Hachimura, I need another season from him, and I need him to, I need him to expand his game beyond that mid-range floater and that back-to-the-basket bully ball because he's a guy who defensively already has the, the build and prowess to be an all-NBA-level all defender someday. But that offensive repertoire does definitely need to develop if we want to, you know, be able to have him as a future centerpiece for this team. So I think they need to get guys who can play right away. So transitioning to our question of the day for our fans, what do you believe the draft philosophy of the Washington Wizards should be going into draft night? This has been a great episode today on the Hoop Talk podcast. Of course, make sure when you subscribe to us on Apple, you rate our podcast five stars and subscribe to us wherever you get our podcast. Also, let us know in the comments section what you guys thought of the draft analysis series. We really appreciate your feedback. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you guys next episode. Peace.